Yay, my friend. Yay. Yay to you. You're not even into the show yet. You're sitting on your phone. I have a list of things to talk about. Oh, my I'm goodness. Up, so, look yeah. at you all yeah. prepared. Oh, look at you coming out swinging. Oh, you're not even paying attention to me. Uh. You came out swinging the uh. last show about uh. about tots. Uh-huh. And I have a confession. <laughs> Since that show. You tried some? I bought some tots. And? <laughs> they're still like a six-year-old. Uh, but they're I, still pretty good. But I ate the bag. So you know what you should try doing with your tots? That sounds weird. Use them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. As I'm looking at Santa Claus, you know what you should do with all those tots? <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Uh, eat them for breakfast. Try them in place of like a hash brown thing. Mm, okay. I tried that the other day. And? Pretty damn good. Okay. I liked it. Fair enough. You know what else I tried the other day that I didn't like? Heroin. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't try it, or no, I didn't uh, like it. Wow. Uh, grilled salads. Oh, yeah. Grid, grilled salad is a fad that I just cannot get behind. You know, do you remember uh, Gordon Ramsay making fun of someone at their restaurant that had a grilled Caesar salad, and they grilled yeah. the lettuce? You grilled the lettuce. What is that? Stupid idea. What is that? I don't get it. It's, it's, it's a trend over the last couple of years. Because lettuce is cheap and the grill is on. Yeah, uh, but why? I mean, it would taste just as good if it was not grilled. Yeah, I agree. It would agree. taste better if it was not grilled. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I say we start the show with a phone call. Oh, okay. Then let's do that. The bar is low. I have a debate for the two of you. Lovely friend Dave Stolby. The debate is... Hey, Dave. Is sending a text before 9 a.m. or after 9 p.m. The same as an email in that you can respond whenever you want. No. Or is it the same as receiving a phone call before or after said hours? This guy. I would argue that a text is similar to an email and that it's completely acceptable. Wrong. And the person can respond to said text when they either wake up or when they see it later that evening. Please, discuss. Now, this comes from you had some rant on your Facebook page like last week. My personal uh, page, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially pouting about the fact no, that people. No, not pouting. Uh, yeah, bringing yeah, up a point. It was, it was, it was Why pouting. is it pouting if someone's bringing up a point? It, I don't. It if it's you pouting. bringing up a point, it's never pouting. Uh, I saw it. No, I, could, yeah, I closed my eyes pout. and I envisioned that you were sobbing as no, writing. No, not at all. You, well, people are texting Misunderstanding me. of people reading words. I get where he's coming from. And I am inclined to. Agree with him on the text message front that the text message is more similar to an email than a no, phone call. It's more similar to a phone call because I don't think so. My my alert is always text messages go off. Emails don't have an alert. They kind of gather like they do at your desk. That's on you. That's your personal setting. It, I, what's your setting? Do your I, emails make a ding every time they go off? Uh, they do on the important accounts. Yes. Okay. I have the option to turn off my ringer, which I do. When the time is right. right. I don't sleep with my ringer on. Do not disturb mode is a thing. It is a thing. And right? it's, if and I'm it's, out and about, if I'm somewhere important, I turn my ringer off. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with Dave on this one. I think that's closer to an email. I, I am inclined to disagree with Dave, and I'll tell you why. Uh -huh. I have to leave my phone on at all times of day. I shouldn't have to change how my settings are for common courtesy causes. So this is on you. This is no no this no is, no. This is you. This is you. Personally. Listen again to what I say. I, I, I did listen. I shouldn't have to change uh -huh. my settings uh -huh. 
for common courtesy reasons. When you were a child, I'm sure your mother taught you, because your mother's a good mom, uh-huh. not to call people before 9 a.m. or to call them after 8 p.m. probably, if not 9 p.m. Yeah, the 8 p.m. cutoff's a little early, but go on. Well, that was it. When I was a kid, you weren't yeah. allowed to call your friends after 8 o'clock at night. That's it. Yes, but we're adults now, so I think your times are completely wrong. I no, think it's also 8 to 10. Well, that, and it depends on the individual. If you know someone... Well, again, it, it, it comes on to the individual, you said. Right. So, so then, no. So I'm no, wrong no, on that. No, you no, think no. it's still 99. If you don't know someone uh-huh. very well, where you've had the discussion, say, look, I'm up till 2 a.m. Call me if you want. I don't care. Yeah. That person calls me at 2 a.m. I'm not upset. Sure. If someone doesn't know you and is texting you or calling you at 7.30 in the morning, Uh that's a problem. Uh That's rude. It's rude. If it's a work call and you're calling me at 8 a.m., stop it. (laughs) <laughs> the workday starts okay, at 9 a.m. Yeah, the accepted workday in I'm America. I disagree with you because I wake up to text messages. I wake up and I say, here are my messages. Good for you. Or if it's, if it's midnight and a text message comes in, I'm not going to be upset about it. But if you had a problem with it, would you say something so that people would understand that? No, I'd mute my phone. I would take the initiative. My, I, I, I would not try to change everyone else's behavior. I would try to say, okay, well, first if this off, is bothering com- me, I'm going to do this. This is where we differ because yeah. this is this is common courtesy. This is being good adults. Okay. You don't bother people with work things before they start their work day. So what if it's not a work thing? What Wait, if, hold on, hold on. What if I had you, a funny joke that I wanted to text you at 2 a.m.? You had that uh, that okay with me at 2 a.m. to talk to me at 2 a.m. Okay, so what you if it's Dave? That. What if it's our caller? Dave Dave doesn't know me well enough to text me at 2 a.m. Okay, so if Dave were to text you at 2 a.m., it would be a problem. I, I'd be annoyed by it. Okay. I, and it wouldn't be a huge Open problem. Open invitation, be Dave. Dave doesn't have my number. The... 203... Stop it! <laughs> the problem is the common courtesy piece uh-huh. is something that needs to be taught. Uh-huh. Just like holding a door for someone. Just like... Holding on a chair for someone. Just like a hello, a courtesy hello when you meet someone. Maybe. When you stand and shake their hand and make eye contact. All these things should be taught to you at a young age. And courtesy of a phone doesn't change just because it's not a wall mount phone. Those phone calls are totally different than an email. I think, yeah, a phone call is different from an email. But and I think what a text the question is far was... more similar to a phone call because it's instant response. You expect an instant response. If I don't respond to your text message in two seconds, you go, oh, okay, then. Yeah, look, I I respond to people immediately. The point of my text. (laughs) I do not respond to texts immediately all the time. This should not be a concern. Okay. It should not be a concern with common courtesy. This conversation isn't about people you know, I don't think. I think this is just the overarching rules conversation. For you, what's the earliest someone can text message you without you being upset about it? 9 a.m. I think nine's a little late. You're an adult. You're supposed to be already at the office by nine. But I'm not talking about work. I'm talking about... Hey, I saw this funny thing on TV last night, Again, and I was thinking. My of close you. friends who know me very well know when this they can text me. This doesn't have to be a close friend. This could be someone who saw something about Santa Claus and was just like, "They I'm put gonna... it up on Facebook. Send me nah. a message on Facebook. Go ahead. That's so, someone who knows so me. So you someone... only want your close friends to have your number. That's usually how it works. <laughs> a lot more people have your number. I know. Yeah, and that's the concern. That's. Seven. I hate you so much. You just hate the fact that I have a phone, at least more than my own phone number memorized. Yeah, I don't have anyone's number. I have my parents' phone number at uh-huh. home memorized. That's it. Do you have your office number memorized? Yes. Okay, so that's two. Yeah. Do you have my two. number memorized? No. Why not? Uh, it's in my phone. Uh, okay. I've blocked that that space free in my brain. And <laughs> There's what only about, so much memory space allowed. What about when you get stranded on the side of a desert highway and you're like, Mike is the only person who can bail me out of this situation? 911. That doesn't go to me. No, but I will get help. I don't need you. So nine because you won't answer it anyway. <laughs>
If it's a text message, I might not. If well, it's a nine one one call, hold on. Here's my point to you, okay. Mister. I'm you send it whenever you want. Yeah, you're not bothered by that. Uh-huh. If your phone is blowing up, and I'm telling you, there's days my phone blows up before nine a.m. Okay, which is to me not acceptable. And that's the day I, I kind of was upset when I posted that, <laughs> but I wouldn't say whining. I was upset. You have certain days you take with your family, with yes. your daughters. Yes. That you are not working. Yes. You will not talk about work things. Yes. I now do not text you or call you or email you. Well, I'll email you um, on that off day. Yeah. You to, can. Just don't do expect things. the immediate response. You won't respond. Yeah. Just don't and, expect and the immediate response. you've told me. But if you don't want to forget something, send it to me. I'll get it, to it when I can. I drop it in an email if, I'll get if to that's it when the I case. Can. But I think that's the professional thing. If it's a professional question. The question wasn't about work. The question was just about common courtesy. Stop talking about work. Yeah. Don't I, my, say the word work for the rest of the show. There's a courtesy to the morning. Uh-huh. There's a courtesy to the time you wake up and, and give people some time. Give them some space. So what time can I text you? Not before 9 a.m. I cannot text you before 9 a.m. No. You know me well enough to know I don't want to interact before 9 a.m. So 9 o'clock start time, what's the latest? For me, if you don't know me well, I'm still good till midnight. Really? If you have my number and you don't know me well, I'm still good till midnight. Huh. By the way, my setting is on my phone from 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. now. I don't get any mer- any alerts. I'm just talking general common general courtesy. General common courtesy. Is I'd 9 say, to? I'd say 9 to, maybe 9 to 9. 9 to 9? So did we answer Dave's question? I, I, I think so, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But let me ask Dave this. Okay. Because Dave will listen to the show, I Uh hope, after he asks the question. Okay. He works at a car dealer. I don't know what he does, but let's say a customer um, who's looking to purchase a car has left a message for you. Calls him at midnight. Would you call them back (laughs) at 10 o'clock at night? Would you call them back at 8 o'clock in the morning if they didn't tell you a time? Uh No. People wait. Call me back. You're not calling back at 1. Common courtesy at 9 a.m. That's what all if, I'm saying. What if there's something that a customer needs to get him uh, or a client or whatever he does? I don't know what he does. Right. But, uh, yeah, if someone wants to reach him at 1 in the morning, is he getting upset? You set that parameter. And if you don't set the parameter, 9 to 9 should be the accepted norm. Way to start off the show with a good topic, Dave. Get me I, all fired up, Dave. I kind of like this. I'm, I, I kind of like starting the show with our calls. Okay. They provide some good content. Let's go to another caller. All right, do it. Guys, this was... Uh, wondered if growing up you guys had any unusual pets. At one point in my house, we had 27 animals. Um, unfortunately, Mo, 20 of them were mice. I'm really sorry, but hey, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, just thought I'd ask. Okay, bye. First things first, mice are vermin. (laughs) They're disgusting. They carry disease. They don't belong in your home unless you have a filthy home with peanut butter lying all over the counter. <laughs> this is honestly. This, this is there is this is a multifaceted call and I want to get to all parts of yeah, this, but I want to start right there. I want to start right there. Mice as pets. Mo. No. No? No, they're lab animals. Okay. Hamsters. Yes. They're just <laughs> fat mice. Gerbils. Yes. Guinea pigs. There's no other use for those three last three things you said than as pets. They have no use in the wild. Food. You eat guinea pig? A snake does. Okay. So get a pet well, snake. Well, maybe not a guinea pig. Handle that problem. So I had uh, hamsters when I was young. Okay. So my mother, uh, very allergic to cats and dogs. Okay. So uh, the animals, we had some turtles. We okay. had hamsters. Okay. And parakeets. Okay. That's what we had in mind. Now, uh, my first ever hamster was named mm. Little Squeak. Okay. Because when you let a very, very young child name... The animal. Hey, that works. Like, what is he doing? Oh, hey, little squeak. You just named yourself. He makes a little squeak. So uh, I was in elementary school at the time, and they had like a bring your pet in pet show kind of a day. Nice. Really cool, right? Yeah. Uh, little squeak won the award 
for smallest guinea pig. <laughs> okay. He was just a fat hamster. Right. Okay. Right. So. How many people can honestly tell the difference between a hamster and a guinea pig well, anyway? guinea pi- guinea- And a gerbil. Guinea pigs are like... I'm just saying, people... People in general have a tough time with those three things. I don't think guinea pig. Guinea pig's like the size of a football. The other rodents are all yeah. tiny. I right? don't like rodents as pets. My sister uh-huh. had a, uh, I think she had a gerbil. Okay. And Very similar to the hamster. Right. But not the hamster. So she had a gerbil, and we were she got it for Christmas one year, and we had a, a dog. We had a Kerry Blue Terrier <laughs> named Toto. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm imagining oh, you yeah. getting, a, getting oh, yeah. a box it's and it's scratching really well. on the inside. So... Yeah. <laughs> So the dog is upset about the gerbil, okay, the hamster, whatever it was. Uh huh. And my father, this is I love this. It's one of my favorite stories of my dad. Oh, he's sitting in his recliner, okay, and he's got the the rodent in his hand, <laughs> and he has the dog on his lap on the other side. Oh God! And he says, "Okay, now look," and he's holding them face to face, holding the dog's mouth. Going, you two have to get along. You understand this? You have to get along. And Toto goes chomp and takes a piece of the ear oh. of the gerbil. Merry Christmas. Very Mike Tysonish. Merry right? Christmas. The gerbil goes running and takes off. There's blood squirting all over the place. And the dog is like freaking out trying to get to this thing and trying to eat this thing. My oh, sister's wow. freaking out because it was her Christmas present. She's crying. She's yeah. freaking out. My mother's screaming at my father. What are you doing? That was so stupid. Why would you do that? Funniest moment. And that, poor, that gerbil survived uh-huh. and had the little bite marks out of his ear in that little bite shape. And that was kind of its, uh, kind of I don't know, its trademark. What I was guess. the gerbil's name? I don't remember. It should have been a Vander. It should, <laughs> it should have been a Vander. You should have gone with the. Uh, the it was long before field. that, though. We had, going back to our hamsters, I want to say like a dozen of them came and went. Really? Yeah. Um, for various reasons. One of them, I'd say the most traumatic, finding a dead hamster story. <laughs> oh, oh, that's sad for a little boy. Well, he was in his ball rolling around and <laughs> took a tumble down the stairs. Oh, no. <laughs> Broke his neck. Broke something. <laughs> Did not oh. end well. Um, what was his name? Oh, I have no, I don't remember. After the first couple, you forget all their names. <laughs> um, little Squeak 2, Little no, Squeak 3. My, my, <laughs> actually, I think there was a Little Squeak 2 at one point. <laughs> They're uh, Santa's little helper. But the, <laughs> exactly <laughs> the uh, the parakeets though. I love the parakeets. Really, so we had a parakeet named Kiwi. Okay, and they interacted a lot with you. Yes. So okay. we had two parakeets. One of them was Nouveau, because my sister was taking French classes. Oh, this was the newest thing in her she life. She learned so a word. New, <laughs> new. <laughs> this is a new parakeet. Yeah, I will name it New. Nouveau. Well, new, uh, unbeknownst to us, had clipped wings, so we took new back. New got old real quick. <laughs> Sorry, new. <laughs> Kiwi came in. Kiwi was this beautiful lime Kiwi. green little parakeet. Oh. Kiwi had full reign of the house. We let a lot Kiwi of poop just everywhere. fly around. No, only in a couple of select spots. What? Yeah. Birds can't control where they poop. They were only in select spots. Birds can't control when they poop. Right, but they, they can just, control just, where they perch, and it wasn't just constantly it just hovering. Out. It just falls out while it flies. It sometimes. wasn't constantly just hovering. It was. It, it well, would, would be it a would, hummingbird. Yeah, so it was, there was not poop everywhere. Okay. Kiwi lived to like, I don't know, 16, 17. Wow. 18. It was an old bird. That's an old bird. It was. Uh, we got Kiwi when I was in elementary school, and Kiwi didn't pass away until after I had graduated college. Okay. So Kiwi was around for a while. Kiwi, uh, okay. it was great because Kiwi kind of learned to attack people I didn't like. <laughs> but the way it would do it would like it would perch on your shoulder and just squawk the loudest squawk ever really? into your ear. Like it would make your ear ring. 
Wow. And then sometimes kiwi would bite your earlobe and it would bleed and it would be awful. Why would you like that? But I loved kiwi to death. I have no other story other than I love kiwi. Now, a neighbor who had a parakeet as well, because when you're an adolescent female, my sister and her friends would always, you know, want to one-up one another. Sure. So one of uh, her friends got a parakeet because my sister got this parakeet. Okay. Well, her parakeet, my sister's friend parakeet, did not survive 16 years. Okay. Shit went kamikaze into a boiling pot of pasta sauce. Oh, good Lord. Could you imagine? No. Can you imagine A, being the bird, <laughs> B, being the chef while you're stirring the sauce and all of a yeah. sudden it's just bloop, and then C, being the kid after they wow. fish it out you, of the How marinara. are you trying to fish that the, the bird out of the burning water? I mean, I, oh. Yeah, Tweety Parmesan. Yeah. Yeah. Little, all those uh, jokes happened at the yeah, time, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, we were too young for him. We were like devastated. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just sitting there just, like, imagining, like, what it would be like to be boiled alive in a pot of sauce into so, a vat of marinara. <laughs> so strange. That was my voice when I was that age. <laughs> it's weird how your voice got higher pitch as you get older. <laughs> um, most drop. Uh, so for me as a kid, we always had a dog. Yep. I always had a dog. We never had cats. Yep. Um, apparently my folks had had cats before I was born, but... Um, I'm, it had nothing to do with it, but we found out later on I'm allergic to cat dander. Okay. Um. You were born, they're like, all right, we got a pussy. I guess we don't need any other. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, no, they had nothing to do with me. They just happened to have dogs and went with dogs. Uh-huh. And they're always rescue dogs, which is great. Yeah. And, uh. Gotta be. Stop I breeding had, dogs, people. Stop breeding dogs right I now. I had fish as a kid. I enjoyed fish. Oh, I had fish. some fish too. Did you get the beta fish? Um, no. The fighting fish? The fighting fish, no. Because uh. they're boring because people always put them by themselves. No, no, no. We wouldn't. Did you really get multiple betta fish? I'm going to put the betta fish into a hamster bowl and send that down the (laughs) stairs. So I had had two Oscars, which are big fish. Okay. they, They eat goldfish. They eat goldfish. Yeah, that's their food. They eat goldfish. Goldfish get pretty big, though. And I had a convict. Um, which wasn't as big. <laughs> His name is Convict Fish. Look it up. It's a black and gray striped fish. Rocky, Apollo, and the convict's name was Mick. Mick was the toughest one of the three. <laughs> Mick would beat up the Oscars, but I had to go buy feeder goldfish. I had a separate tank for the feeder goldfish and then uh-huh. feed them goldfish when I when they got hungry. That's what I had to do. You should have dropped one of those mice in there and seen if who went after that. I did have piranha in college. Did you? Yeah. In Indiana, you were allowed to buy – you weren't allowed to buy full-size piranha, but you were allowed to buy baby piranha. Which would then grow into full-size And then piranha. you were allowed to have them, but you weren't allowed to sell full-size. Really weird. Anyway. Where do you buy a piranha? The regular pet store had piranha. <laughs> I walked in. I was looking to buy I wanted like fish. a goldfish, some guppies, and that piranha. It was amazing. I walked into the, the, the pet store, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get some fish for my, for my fraternity house. I'm going to uh. buy some, put them in my, my room. And I'm like, they have piranha? Are you? Those are real piranha? The guy's like, yeah, they're piranha. Yeah, we sell piranha. So I raised what? piranha, and you start them off on flakes into brine, a little shrimp, and then you work your way up to like the point they were eating hot dogs. No. Oh, yeah. You gave you, a hot dog to a fish? You, you chop up the hot dogs. They're like. <laughs> are those, amazing. Are piranha legal in the state of Connecticut? I don't, I don't believe so. <laughs> I couldn't bring them home. At the time, I couldn't bring them home. So they stayed there. I passed them down. I'm sure they're long gone by now. But. The only piranha experience. Well, it was probably they went to cardiac arrest from all those hot dogs. <laughs> the only piranha I experience. I like hot dogs. I was okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Remains to be seen. I was young. They Remains were young. To be seen. You kind of look like a hot dog today. Wow, that's mean. Well, your your face is all red because you've been tanning for Santa Claus. Yeah. You're wearing a red Santa Claus uh, hoodie. Yeah. 
and your head is shaved, so it's got a nice curve to it, like the top of the hot dog. So I'm like a hot dog covered in ketchup. Uh, with a little bit of mold growing on your beard there. Oh, yeah. So. Something in my beard? No, I'm just saying, like, if you were a hot dog, oh, that would the be the, would the be mold, mold on the hot dog. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, gross. Yeah. Okay, thanks for the compliment. That's so wonderful. the only piranha experience, you're welcome. The only piranha experience that I have is um, some mounted piranhas that my dad had in his office. Wow, okay. And, and the teeth. They're massive, yeah, they're really cool. They're massive, and they are so sharp. Super sharp. So and sharp. there's so many of them. There's, so, there's, like, rows behind rows. Yeah. They're they're scary. Who... Uh, yeah. They were awesome pets, though. Yeah, I was going to say, whoever invented the piranha, I was going to say. That would be like, God. Years of evolution That's of just putting hot dogs into the river created the piranha. <laughs> the, 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 they had to find a way to eat the hot dog. <laughs> yeah, well. all this food was sitting there. They're like, oh, we got all these naturally growing hot dogs they here. They eat pig parts. They eat anything. They don't care. They're piranha. Yeah, well, that's all a hot dog is, right? Right, it's pig parts. L- lips and assholes. Yep, that's what people love. Mm. So, back to Liz's call an hour ago. <laughs> Mice, No. Gross. No. Please don't ever do that. That is the one animal on this planet I can't stand. In fact, the funny part is, though, if I see them out in the field, like in the park, and there's a mouse running around, I'm like, good for you, pal. This you is what go. you were saying. You yeah. go. Yeah. But as far as in my home, you must die. Yeah. You must die if you're in my home. You are vermin. You are disgusting. You don't belong in my home. How do we not get to this point of Liz's call? 27 yeah. animals. Yeah. That's not a that's not a pet. That's a zoo. Does yeah. that include the humans? She said like twenty of those were mice, though, which again, is which really we're not gross. counting as animals. Were they living in the wall or were they living in a cage? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. And if they were in a cage, did they spawn any that went then went into the wall? Right. There's all these so gross. Rats are better than mice. Yeah. Yeah. Debate that one. I mean, rats. That's a tough one because they're they're vermin. Rats are vermin. They are. So are gerbils. They eat. Trash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the difference is that the 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 rats just look like they're they, ready. They to, look nasty. They they look like they're just ready to steal your firstborn while yeah. you're not looking. Sort of mice. They're just mice aren't cute. Mice are the same. They're not. They got way. the same eyes, but they don't they're, have the vicious, the beady eyes, the and the, 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 no. the face. They no. don't have the nose and the uh, the teeth. That the, the fact that people hold them and they pet them and so it just makes me want to vomit. It's some awful. people are the same about snakes. Yeah, no, I'm okay with snakes. snakes I'm okay don't with me. I'm yeah. okay with both of them, honestly. Snakes don't bother. Me. What what animal bothers you? What do you? Is there a fear of any animal? Uh, is there a fear of an animal? No, I'd be afraid to like go up to a polar bear. Well, polar bears are nasty. Like you're thinking, like arachnophobia or snakes. Yeah, or there's anything. gonna be no, something no, no. that bothers I'm, you. I, I, no, the animal wise, um, is there an animal you don't? Uh, you trust? know what I would? You know, what? I I don't trust bats. Really? I don't trust the okay. flying mouse. The flying mouse, yeah. Because it's some crazy statistic, like 90% of rabies cases in this country are because of bats. Wow. Right? You're so weird about like catching disease, though. You're so... You're that guy. I don't want rabies. Do you want rabies? I don't want rabies. I don't want rabies. I don't fear And I don't want bats. But there were actually bats that lived in the corner of, of like the attic in the house I yeah. grew up. So it would be cool because on the summer nights, they would just fly circles. They would do laps around the, the house. And, and, and you were the kid that got the aluminum foil ball and threw it up there. No, I named Barry. Barry the bat. <laughs> and uh, yes, we would. You could tell them apart? We would. Uh, yeah, Barry had like a little white strip on okay. it. Um, so you're kind of surprised, like, oh, that's pretty I am, bad. yeah, that's pretty uh, good. No, but we would throw things up there, and they would dive after the ball, and it would be fun. We would be playing with them. Okay. But, but so, you know, I'm not afraid of bats, but if there was a bat flying around in the studio right now. You'd freak out a little bit? Uh, I wouldn't freak out so much as I'd walk to the door and close the door. 
and be leave. Like, you wouldn't. You wouldn't pull a Dwight Schrute and try to trap. I'm not. The ca- I'm not catching. Bat. I'm not catching. I don't think I'm qualified to catch a bat. I don't think I want to catch a, a bat. Net like Dwight had. I'd, I'd go after the bat. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I just don't want to get the really weird. He put wings on it. I'm not afraid of that mouse. Yeah, right. Push that aside for a second. You know, for <laughs> years when I was a kid, you mentioned the parakeet. My neighbor had parakeets and uh-huh. birds. I always was afraid of birds. Kind of. What? Not really fear, but I'm like, I don't want to hold them. I don't want to hang out with them. Like, you can't read them. Didn't trust Like them. a dog, you can read their eyes. You can read their actions. You can read what's going on with a dog. Okay. Maybe it's why I don't like cats either. Cats, you can't read what they're doing. They just they just hate everything. I believe just generally, if you take every human and you take every cat, I think the cats have a higher average intelligence than most humans uh, Well, I mean, as a race combined. Uh, right. It's an argument. <laughs> there, there could it's be something argument. there. There could be something there. Cats are mischievous, yes. Cats are the alpha, always. And I don't think we like that. I think we want to be the alpha. You we know, it bothers me when they, like, my brother has cats. I'd be sitting on the couch petting a cat, and it would just take a swipe at your face. Like, I've been very nice to you, and all of a sudden, you just swat at me. Well, What's wrong with you? Your brother's cat is an asshole, then, because well, I have cats, There's many and they cats who do that. Many I, cats. I think it might just be you. I think it's just Could you. be. They just realize I don't like them. They're, yeah. I, well, and I think that cats are very perceptive. They know when people don't like Dogs them. Dogs are very and they perceptive will, No, 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 no. Cats are more perceptive in oh, that. Oh, I disagree. In that, in that dogs, realm, yes. dogs will no, 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 know no. if it's a good person or not. The, well, yes. Cat will, will not. A dog will tell you if it's a good person or not. I actually read something recently that a dog can literally sense somebody who's like a criminal or yeah, something like yeah. that. They know when it's a bad person. Cats, on the other hand, at the start, you're not going to know whether or not it's a good person or a bad person. It's just going to be like, I'm petting this cat. And then the cat's going to sit there and it's going to analyze the situation. It's going to be deep in thought. And it's going to do all these kind of equations. And it's, it's doing all this thinking that, that most humans can't even do. Cats can't do equations. So the cat's doing all this thinking. <laughs> and then, like 20 minutes into it, the cat's going to be like, all right, time for a judgment call. Am I going to let him touch my stomach? Or am I going to attack when he touches my well, Why can't they just run away? Why do they have to attack? You're the ones that feed them. You're caring for them. You show no aggression to them. Cats typically will not do that to their master. Like, I can touch any part of my cat. That sounded weird. But <laughs> I, I, I can I can touch the belly. I can touch behind the ears. You've, the back. And you've had the cat since they were a kitten. Yes. That's one of the things I was taught, too, when you first have a puppy. Make sure you're touching their paws. Make sure you're rubbing their belly. Make sure that yes. they know you can touch them. Yes. They know that if you don't teach that early on... Touching a dog's paw can be an issue. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, look, cats, dogs, they're both smart in their own right. Intellectually, I yes. think I think a cat would be able to build and launch a rocket ship before a dog. <laughs> but I think a dog would be able to solve a serial killer triple homicide right. better than a cat. So, right. you know, each within their own right. The cat would be the, the killer. That's the thing. <laughs> There's a very good chance. That's why dogs chase cats. See, but here's the th- I don't think a cat would be a serial killer. I think the cat would be like a Dr. Evil. Like, I'm not going to just kill, like, ten people. I'm going to just blow up the world and live on top of this, this yeah, maybe. mountain peak. Maybe, yeah, but cats, cat. cats are serial killers. I mean, when they kill, them, they kill the mice, you think I'd love cats because they kill mice. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't, but I think they are serial killers. I think they kill just for fun. They play with the mouse. They, they mess with them. They, they toy with them. <laughs> they have fun hunting. They're sadistic. They have fun when they hunt. They have fun when they hunt. They're but sadistic. So, so do, so do uh, you know, hillbillies. I'm going to go hunt some squirrel. You want to hunt, I get it. Hunt for food, hunt for uh, prey. That's fine. Yeah. Going out and just picking off squirrels is kind of, you there know. There was a guy. Mean. So in Connecticut here, you can hunt in state forests, which I think the legislature should do something about that because the 
person who was uh, hunting squirrels, basically telling people, don't come around me with your dog or I'm going to shoot him thinking it's a squirrel. Wow. A, that guy was an asshole. B, what kind of a bad hunter are you if you're just going to be like, oh, that golden retriever must be a squirrel. Right, right. That's a bad person. The squirrel squirrel hunting, I think, is just dumb. Right. If you're hunting squirrel for food, that's one thing. But this guy wasn't out there hunting squirrel for food. picking them off to pick them off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to go tie him up and, and tie him into a bow and yeah. make a scarf. Go play, go play duck hunt on Nintendo, buddy. Just to wrap this up, you mentioned before that Liz has a zoo, 27. Yeah. Uh, as you know, my wife's from Ohio. Right. Did you know, like, Ohio has, like, the most lax animal laws really? out there? Good or bad? Well, Lori knew a guy who had two tigers living in the basement. Good you tell Lord. Me, you tell That's me. bad. You tell me. Wow. Um, regardless, there was a story like a couple years ago. Also, irregardless. Yes. Uh, irregardless. It's a word. Uh, it is a word. I, I, I cannot stand when people are like, it's not a word. Yeah, it's a word. It's if you want to Look further up. the regardless. Mo would say, well, regardless of me looking like a hot dog, I don't feel like a hot dog. Right. And I would say, irregardless of your feeling feelings. of a hot dog. <laughs> irregardless of your feelings. <laughs> Which is what Mike says all the time. Irregardless <laughs> of your feelings. You still look like a hot dog. So um, there was a story in Ohio, like there was a privately owned zoo, and this guy owned lions, and this guy owns tigers, and this guy owns- Bears? Oh, my. There it is. Maybe he did. Yeah. Uh, he owns a lot. And I'm talking like endangered and very, very aggressive species. Wow. That's not good. Well, they got out. Good. And they were just wandering around the highway. So imagine you're just driving the interstate wow. and it's just like, oh, shit. Uh, you know, a tiger on Route 9. Battle Cat is uh, closing down the interstate. Right. That's crazy. It, I, I just think it's hilarious that in the state of Ohio, you can literally have a zoo with vicious carnivore, endangered species, wow. all that kind of stuff. All right. So there's a lot of other topics we wanted to get to today. And one of the ones I wanted to talk about was, remember on a previous show, we talked about Jim Carrey. And you and I watched a video of Jim Carrey doing a Jack Nicholson impression. It wasn't an impression. It wasn't. It was not an impression. It was a deep fake. Is what they call it. Uh-huh. It's a face swap right. thing that's it's become more popular. One of the big ones who did the who, who had did this, good English, who had done this previously, mm-hmm. um, was Key and Peele did a thing with Obama. They were talking about how you can do a face swap where if you can do a good impression, you could really fool people that you're saying things. Yes, that the person and this is a this is a serious issue. People using it in movies is one thing. Like Star Wars did it too, right? I believe they did. Isn't that what they had to use for Leia? No, they said they won't do any of that with Leia. There'll so, be no CG with Leia. They're using stuff they shot in the last movie they didn't use, and they're utilizing that to put her in. Oh, okay. So that's how she's going to be in the yeah. in episode. They said they nine. promised the family they do do no CG. Oh, okay, okay. So we'll see. Because she looked fake as hell in episode four. Let me tell yeah. you, no one wears <laughs> no one wears their hair like that. Come on, that's impossible. She looked great in uh, in the gold bikini in episode though. Anyway, six. So yeah. Every every young. All right, Kyle, bring it back, bring it back. Bring anyway, it back, hey. Bring it back. Hey, another hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> there, there it is. There's the, there's, the, there's the, now. What you, is with you? You just went from Oscar Mayer to Ballpark. You're turning colors now. I'm plumping up. <laughs> uh, so as as you and I wrap up the, the year, I think it's important to acknowledge the holidays. I think it's important to talk about the holidays. Absolutely. Any amazing gifts you've gotten for the holidays as a, as a child that are still holding on to you? I watched the Santa oh. Claus the other day, right? And the Santa Claus, they talk about the- uh, The Tim Allen Santa Claus? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And they, he's like, you know, he always, he always wanted the, uh, the bring it back the hot dogs, the Oscar Mayer weenie <laughs> whistle. 
<laughs> right? And the other girl wanted the, the his wife wanted the the dating game, whatever it was. And those are the great things they wanted and remembered as a child that they gifts they had asked for or received and never got or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Are there any things that for you you were like, I can't believe I actually got this as a gift this year? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it kind of speaks to the time that we live in. But when I got my first video game system, the first video game I ever got was actually the Game Gear, and it was great because I got eight games that year. All I got wow. was just a Game Gear and eight games every day. New game, exactly. Yeah, that's great. I don't know if you have much experience with the Game Gear. I know you were second. No, guy. no, you yeah, like the Genesis. I was a Genesis guy. And I was and I was a Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. And then I so this is before switch. that. This I made the switch that. to Genesis after so that. So this yeah. was, you know, Game Boy was oh, I out. I remember it, yeah. And Game Gear was the color version. Right. Uh, so Sonic the Hedgehog, Ninja Gaiden. That's awesome. I got, and, and it was all those classic Sega games. But my favorite one. Yeah. Baseball. Of course. I learned the rules of baseball by yeah. playing that game. It's a great teacher. I didn't teacher. realize that legally you could run the bases backwards after you got to third base. Sure. Not a smart thing to do, no. but the game would let you do it. You're allowed. I was playing that game. Guess what team I played? Now, you know I'm a Red Sox fan. Right. But guess what team I would always play? What year is this? This was uh, early to mid-90s. Uh, Oakland. No. Close. No? No. Who? The Doyer. Doyers? I would play the Dodgers. I should have guessed that since you're wearing your Dodger hat today, too. I am wearing a Dodger. There you oh, go. Yeah. Eric Karros, Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was a great team. And I don't know why I love to play as them, and I love to play with the Movon oh, yeah, Red Sox of course. Um, between the two of them. So I would play both of them. And then you know, would... he, he, is the, the, he is me and you. People don't know that part, that my nickname being Mo, Mo for years, which I know Vaughn, from the show, and Vaughn, your middle name. There you he, go. Is, he is the two of us combined. Yeah. He's brought us together in some ways. Yeah, uh, I I grew up loving Mo Vaughn, and you obviously are a big Mo Vaughn fan yeah, as well. Huge, yeah. But I would play them uh, both teams, shortened season, and then through the playoffs I would play both teams, and then they would meet in the World Series, and it would always go seven games every <laughs> single year. <laughs> and depending on who the home team was, they they would win the World Series. That's cool. So yeah, uh, I loved playing. So I think that's the one that sticks out. You know, there was another year, uh, the year that Star Trek: First Contact came out. You know, I'm a big Star Trek mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom basically got me uh, every action figure from that movie. Wow, that's great. So every night I would get an action figure plus a little extra something, something. So, nice. Yeah, it was, it was good. You know, but I don't uh, – and then, of course, the Nintendo 64 was a great Hanukkah gift as well. Great gift. Yeah. And, the, and the games became great gifts. Atari had some great gifts I received over the yeah. years. We had um, the Atari, I think, before I was born, though. I think I was born yeah. into the Atari. Oh, wow. Yeah, the Atari was yeah, in like the house Pitfall before. was such a huge game when that came out. That was a massive deal that sure. Pitfall came out. Sure. Um, Dragon's Lair. Wow, Dragon's Lair was I never such really amazing. got into it. When it was an arcade game, it was amazing. It didn't translate as well to the home gaming system as well. Really? Uh, the, the actions were different, and the timing was different and all that. Yeah, it didn't quite do it the same way. Uh, see, because it took a, a cartoon. Bummer. It took a cartoon that you can control what's going to happen next. It, you didn't control every action. You control the next action. And the Atari, obviously, was not nearly as strong as those, no. uh, those, those yeah. were. Yeah. It was really cool. But when I look Kudos. back into my uh, old school stuff, one of the happiest memories is when I got my my bicycle. It wasn't a, a name brand bicycle. It was a red bike with a white banana seat. Um, I had that thing for years, and it. Uh, we had to have our our friends of the family, uh, Danny Lynch, who my God, he was an amazing guy. Passed now, was an awesome guy. Big handlebar mustache. Okay. Big boisterous personality. Amazing. Ha- everyone loved the guy. Um, he was a welder, and he used to reweld my my handlebars all the time because I would build jumps and go over them. I'd destroy that bike. Nice. All right, let's go see Danny. Let's go see if we can fix your bike again. <laughs> and uh, but I have a picture somewhere of my grandfather riding that bike that night, Christmas night. 
Riding your seen. bike? Riding my bike. Um, but I'm his name. His name was Bill, and I'm named after him. Oh, okay, um, great. So he, uh, he, but he was a big guy with a with a good sized belly. Um, <laughs> but uh, picture the, you know, always a buzz cut, and uh, picture a a World War II vet riding around on a bicycle uh, with a big smile on his face, like a like a five year old. I awesome. love that. But I was also probably like ten when I got that bike, so it was bigger. Okay, so it wasn't so like was a little, just after little the war bike. got out. Basically, he just yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's important. Those holiday traditions that you remember, sure, they're not always about the present, but I love. The present, you know, when you, there's certain presents that stick out to you. The holiday thing that I love the most is is making latkes with mom. It That's has, awesome, it, right? right? It's nothing to do with the present itself. Right, right. And, and so for Hanukkah, you eat dinner, you do the candles, and right. the presents are last. You get the presents right before bed. Uh, doesn't always result in you going to bed, <laughs> especially right? when you get in video games. Yeah, and you exactly, play. Yeah. exactly. So like Christmas, you wake up in the morning, you got all day to play with these toys, and right. then, no Hanukkah is just like you made it through the day. Because here's a, here's a gift. <laughs> here's here's a gift. You're amped. Right. Go to bed. Uh, but yeah, I used to love yeah the 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 latkes. I don't know if you had a Liba latke. I will have to bring some in for you. Oh, I love one. Oh, they're good. And she makes the sweet potato latke now. Very nice. And with this uh, this chutney, this like mango chutney thing with wow, it. Wow, that's which is very totally advanced. Not traditional. Yeah. Not as traditional. So you know the old country recipe for the latkes stands stands I'm, true. I am not surprised though that Liba is so progressive. Oh, she brings it. <laughs> so, are we going to get to the third call today? Uh, well, I guess we, what, the whole show is dealing on a couple of calls. It's a very long show. Yeah. What would you call it if you just took the hot dog meat? Like, if if Hebrew National took all the whatever the filler, but they made it like a football shaped hot dog rather than just like a long, lean thing. What okay. would you call that? Delicious. <laughs> I'd slice that thing up, put it on the slice it into frisbees. Pan. Put it in a frying pan like bologna? Oh, fried so it, bologna sandwich? Wait, it is bologna. Yeah. Oh, Fried bologna sandwich? No, I think it is bologna. What if you made a bologna ham? <clears throat> oh. I actually made some ham this week. It was great. It was, it was divine. Making I, ham right before Hanukkah? Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to eat it on Hanukkah. <laughs> Good I mean, for you. On. New yeah. set of rules. Yeah, yeah, Like the Catholic saying, it's Friday. I'm not supposed to eat anything but fish. But yeah, Big Mac sounds good. Yeah. There's a couple other <laughs> topics I want right. to get to, too. Sorry, Liz. We're not going to get to your call then. Let's get to her call. Let's do it. Let's not hold her call for another show. Hey, guys. It's Liz. Um, Liz. Recently, it has been suggested that Batman is not a superhero. Whoa! He's mortal, and he's just a billionaire that happens to be using his money to fight crime. So is Tony Stark. I wanted to get your thoughts on it, because if that's the case, that means Tony Stark isn't either. So <laughs> go for it. Let me know what you think. Okay, bye. Well, she answered your, your So comment. superhero does not imply superpowers. You can be a superhero without superpowers. Is that the definition? That's it. That's, I mean, that that's, that's very simple. How dare you say Batman is not a superhero? Batman is one of the all-time great superheroes. Is there anyone that people consider a superhero that is not a superhero? Um, maybe the Wonder Twins. <laughs> they never really did anything to help out. You know, it was always like form of an eagle, shape of a bucket of water. And where did the bucket come from? He could turn into water, any water substance he wanted to. But where did the bucket come from? It was always this metal pail that just appeared out of nowhere. It wasn't made out of water. It wasn't a frozen bucket. If it was a frozen pail, I can understand it. But it's a regular metal pail of water. Uh huh. Where did the pail come from? I, I have no idea. I have no answer for you. But yeah, I think what's amazing about Batman is he's one of the ultimate superheroes because he has no superpowers, and he decided to st- spend his money and become a great superhero, just like Tony Stark. By the way, they are mirror exact opposites of each other in different universes. Okay, good, done. But Thank Tony Stark's just smarter. That's all. Okay, fair. Yeah. Oh, mm, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I guess. Yeah, the technology used for Tony Stark to create Iron Man and all the things around Iron Man, right, uh, are far better than like a batarang. Candlewood Valley Country Club. Yeah. Candlewood Valley Country Club, the number one place to go play golf. Have a 
couple of drinks. <laughs> Canoe Valley Country Club, the number one. <laughs> Canoe Valley Country Club, the number one place to go. Get some drinks, have something to eat, play some golf. Even in the snow, we're not going to play golf. We're just going to stop by Canoe Valley Country Club because they are awesome. Canwood Valley Golf. Six three one seven Mike Mo. Six three one seven Mike Mo. Call into the show. I Mike actually with a Y. I was listening to the episode earlier uh, because sometimes I like to go back. Yeah, me right? too. I do that too. Uh, and I was listening to the episode where that jingle was created. Yeah. Right. And uh, it, you were you were getting all excited about the Empire uh, carpet cleaners. Yeah. Right. And then uh, you didn't like you didn't like my jingle at first. I didn't like it at first. It but now it's grown. Yeah. yeah. It's just like every other commercial jingle ever. Yeah, that's true. Six three one seven Mike Mo. Mike with a Y. Got that one way better than the. Uh, <laughs> the the candle gift. By the way, I think Sorry we should mention that. another uh we should throw a sponsorship to someone. Is it my company? New plug. Oh, we're gonna plug new plug. Let's plug new plug. I want to plug new plug. Yeah, go for it. Well, that's something you're this is your friend who we started doing this for. We just did an amazing commercial. Might might have been the best commercial I've ever seen. Yeah, this uh it's not a we're not gonna give him a sponsorship, we're gonna give him a shout out. Because you know, th- this is the one episode. Okay, uh, fair enough. But so this one episode it, whoa. Did you hear that? We just got I a voicemail. A, a voicemail just came in. Oh, that's great. There you go. As we're recording. Well, let's let's do it as soon as we're done with New Plug. Okay, so New Plug. Uh, yeah, uh, a friend of mine who lives uh, close by in Sherman, Connecticut, Mike, created this great invention. It and really is cool. And it's one of those inventions that like you look at and you're just like, how is this not already a thing? Yeah. Well, I, I can't believe no one else did this and we all can use it. Yeah, we all can use it. Uh, what it is is essentially an extension cord with a clamp right so it's got uh you know it's an extension cord uh it's got two outlets and then it has two usbs which is really cool which is great and it clamps onto we there's one right here on the studio table there's one here clamped yeah. in here so we uh we made a holiday commercial featuring santa claus yes right here. yes he was santa and, claus yeah uh, he was he was great hey santa welcome to the show well thank you thanks for having me I'm happy s- to talk about new plug yeah and i'm so happy that that uh hot dog mo is no longer here that's a bit mean i'll yeah. put you on the naughty list but new Pl- it's a great product i now have three of them uh, i have my goodness so many in the workshop yeah oh you make them there's several in the workshop. Do you make them? Uh, no, I have to work out the deal with your friend <laughs> to purchase them, and I put them in my workshop, but we're learning how to work collectively where we can make some and put them out there for Christmas. Okay, so uh, so Mike, if you're listening to this, A, great products. B, thanks for letting us do that commercial. It was great. I think it's the funniest commercial I've ever done. One of the funniest I've ever seen, and yeah. Martin the Elf does a wonderful job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, we gave him another name. What was it? Squishy? Squishy. He, he didn't care for that name much. Squish, squishy the hell. Call him Squishy. Butters and Squishy got to be friends. Butters, are you here? Oh. Hey, Butters. Oh. Butters, are you friends with Squishy? Yeah. Squishy is your new best friend. Yeah. You two play games together? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, all right. I'm going to leave now. I have many things back to, to do. Back to the show. Bring I'm going to bring Billy back here. Bring in Billy Baloney. Bring in Mo. All right, Billy Baloney's back. I don't like that name. Well, at all. Well, you say you <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those that can stick, and I don't like that. <laughs> Billy Baloney. All right. My podcast partner has a first name. <laughs> it's M O. <laughs> all right. Let's get to this call. Mike Mo, what's going on? It's Vin again, aka Torrington Vin, aka oh. Chicago. 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 Uh, I got another question for y'all. Um, I'm sitting here contemplating on what I would like for lunch today, and I'm feeling winged. 
Oh. And I don't really have many close good wings around here in Torrance. There's a place called Joe's that's decent. But I was thinking, what do you guys, uh, where do uh, some of the top wing places rate on your list here? Because we TK's. all know we got J Tim's and we got other places, you know, TK's. But what is your guys' uh, top three wing places around Connecticut? Yeah. All right, I'm out. I like Vinny keeps bringing it all back to Connecticut. I'm like, we need to expand beyond Connecticut and get all these other listeners. But uh, we're, we're going to keep bringing it back because we love Connecticut. I'm going to expand a little bit on his question. But yeah. yeah, I think TK's I'm going to put right up there anyway. Yeah, TK's is the easy and obvious answer. they got 77 different wing sauces. I invented one of them. I watch all my soccer games there. I'm going to go later on today and watch a soccer game there. It's going to be great. I love TK's. Yeah, TK's is awesome. And TK himself is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom's a good guy. Yeah, and he takes care of, uh, you know, he's a sponsor of Danbury Hat Tricks, the uh, Danbury Westerners, all the sporting events, Great you know, guy. all that good stuff. Yeah, good, good Great stuff. Great guy. Um, um, but so, I have to say one of the greatest wings I've ever had, uh-huh. and, and I'll, I'll catch some slack for it because I can't remember the name of the place. <laughs> well, that's going to go over well. It's in Buffalo, the place where Buffalo wings were invented. Oh, okay. Um, not the place who claims it's so the place So we're going outside Connecticut was. here? I'm only going outside Connecticut for that because I think okay. that's a cool thing that anyone who loves wings should go there. To say this is where it all came from, and there's something to be said for the roots of anything, and you know how loyal I am to to the history of things as okay. well. Okay. All right. So what do they do there? Is it just, just buffalo wings? No, it's a regular restaurant, but they're the ones who started the buffalo wings. So most Allegedly. People, there's an argument there. Yeah, there's, there's always a, an argument. Who yeah, invented the cheeseburger? Who invented the right. buffalo wing? And there's a place across town that says they are, and they put the big thing up, but I go with a small town place that doesn't put the big dollars behind it and says, look, this is what we did. We invented this. Uh-huh. We're not going to get no big fight. We yeah. just we started it. Okay. So lo- I respect that. locally, uh, there's a spot up in Bantam called Woods. Mm, I love Woods. And the Woods makes, and I've even told this to TK straight up, so I don't feel bad saying it right now. They make my favorite wing ever. Wow. Ever. Wow. And the reason why, buckle in, Baloney Bill, because this is, this is going to take you for a ride. Well, Buffalo Bill, because you're talking about Buffalo Wings. <laughs> All right. All right. So, she great big fat person. So, so <laughs> strap in buffalo baloney. They take their wings. I think I just carved inside. Come on in for a second. They take their wing. They smoke it. After they're done smoking it, then they batter and fry it. Okay. It is so you know how good a, a smoked wing is. Sure. And you know how good a, a fried wing is. You're combining it all. Oh, and then their sauce, they have the best barbecue, like spicy barbecue sauce. Okay, okay. That just, it works so well with the smokiness and then the, the salty with the crispy and the fried. It's it's so good. It's so good. I recommend doing it. I think we should go up there right now and get some wings. Like and then the I'll bring up the TKs because I already said I'm going there. I later. like the idea. That'd be weird. Instead of TKs with a bunch of somebody else's wings. Yeah. Um, I do have to show throw one other shout out to Vinny. He might might or might not remember this. There's a place that's no longer there in Torrington. Um, not a wing place. Place he should have gone for lunch at some point. It was called Grumpy's. Grumpy's. Now Grumpy's was his old timer. He's passed away now. Was a great guy. R.I.P. Grumpy. But Grumpy was was great, and he was fairly grumpy. The place was. <laughs> well, you have to be. You walk in, the place was disgusting. It was filthy. Uh, but if you look yeah. behind the counter, spotless. Really? He baked his own bread. He made amazing sandwiches. And he always had, he had uh, 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 the best hot dogs ever. He had dirty water dogs all the time. Which is right up your alley. He had a crock pot full of beer with hot dogs cooking in them. And you just, <sighs> you, you'd go up, you'd get a hot dog while you wait for your sandwich to be made. 
And the sandwich was huge. So gluttonous. So wonderful. Oh, so bad. That's great. Um, but it was right up the road from where I got my tattoos at the time. Uh-huh. Um, so before you got a tattoo, you went to Grumpy's, had lunch, so you were all happy, full belly, then you get your tattoo. I was hoping you were going to mention Crazy Vins because this guy's name is Vinny. <laughs> Why don't you tell Vinny about Crazy Vins? Crazy Vins was a really bad strip club uh, that had multiple locations, uh, New Milford <laughs> and Danbury. Um, crazy Vins. Uh, what made Crazy Vins so crazy, Bill? Uh, I think the the fact that the dancers didn't have to have a full set of teeth uh, <laughs> would be a start. Mother daughter dancing together. It just wasn't no. quite the. Oh yeah, yeah. Wasn't your best kind of place. And uh, luckily, it closed up and it's long gone. By the way, they where they had their spot in New we, Milford. We can't talk they about had this a, on a Christmas show on a holiday show. They had a pit dug underneath the place for their toilet. It wasn't even a septic. They had a pit with all kinds of poo just gathered in there. Yeah. Yeah, just awful. What? Yeah. Think of like a giant porta potty. And the porta potty is also a bar where there are naked women dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Vince. So it just stunk like a. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. And, and luckily, uh, the best part is all the stories I tell about the place are ones that are told to me because I was never there. It closed before I was of age to go there. Uh, lucky you. Yeah. Lucky you. Glad I missed that one. Yeah. Glad I missed the boat. Oh, my God. Yeah. So back to Christmas. We're talking about Christmas and, and holidays and, and how we celebrate. So uh, before we get too far into Christmas, and as we know, it's about you know our good friend Jesus. Yeah. Uh, someone on Twitter had a, a picture of a questionable stained glass work that was erected at a church. Oh, boy. Be careful. Yeah. I just want you to take a look at this. Oh, my goodness. Now, now what does it look it's like? It's his leg. What does that look like? Look at the other what leg. Is, what, is the, what does that look like? <laughs> it's most certainly his leg. Okay, so most certainly this is also the guy who said that, uh, you know, your coach didn't say penis and Cracker Jack. <laughs> he obviously did. So, uh, yeah, there's a, a, a picture out there that made it to Twitter that essentially there's this stained glass window, and it kind of looks like um, the second coming of Christ, if you will. Okay. <laughs> that's a bit <laughs> oh boy um that oh, boy. that uh you know it it, it kind of looks like um jesus was hung <laughs> it, it, it's a questionable image yes it's like what what exactly is is mary uh holding it's a very unfortunate use of light and shadow we'll just we'll just put it that way <laughs> i don't know if she was you know i don't think it's a posed photo i think it's an interpretation that's uh you know yeah yeah a bit much. So that uh, <laughs> it's it's just it's crazy. So when you when you see that image, like when you go to church, like could you imagine being the woman that walks into church that morning, being like the most devout, most kind-hearted, gentle soul in the world? Like I'm gonna go. It's Sunday morning. I'm gonna go look at this new piece <laughs> of stained glass, and then it's just like, oh, oh boy, Christ has risen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before it's, I well, it's not the you. resurrection, <laughs> not not you, but before I burn in hell, let's move off this topic. Oh, you really? You don't want to oh, keep going? Oh, I think that's. I think you've said enough. You, you you sure? I think let's get to the holiday spirit. Well, all I want, all I just the last thing I just want to say is this is the first time there's ever been a picture of the snake that Eve. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Take a sip from the holy phallus. Oh. <laughs> it's just... Are you done with your all your fun puns you put together? You've prepared all your puns. Yeah, the staff of life. <laughs> and uh, I know there's another. Uh, it's okay. I think I think we're okay. Oh. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was pretty good. But come on. Come on. When you, when you see – someone had to have looked at that before they put it up. Like, this is what it's going to look like once it's in the, the yeah. window. Yeah. You don't they still went with it. Yeah. So I was listening to holiday songs, Christmas that, songs. That's where the body of Christ comes from, by the way. Those wafers. <laughs> shaved it up. Just put that out there. So I'm listening to holiday Christmas songs the other day, and there's a lot of really cool celebrity ones that they do. And you and I used to do some songs ourselves. Well, on this show? On this show. We yeah. used to record and do a couple songs. It'd be kind of fun if we did one for the holidays. Oh. But I was, I was starting to listen to different celebrities when they do theirs, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, some of them are, are classics, like you know Elvis doing his Blue Christmas. You okay. Know, yeah. That's a that's a very popular. Mariah song. Carey. Yeah. Mariah Carey, very popular. Yeah. But I'm wondering how many we could do. Like, what are your favorite ones that you could do? Maybe I know I'm the impression guy, but what ones could you do? Like, I could do a I can do a Elvis. Oh, the blue. Okay. Christmas without you. That's not bad. That's all right, right? That's, not that's bad, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I forget which one it was. But I, I'll just pick one to do it with. Um, it cracks me up every year when I hear it. When okay. I hear in, in a very respected artist, I just don't quite get the the shtick to his songs. Okay. And that, that's Aaron Neville. All right. walking. <laughs> he has to add that other like it's almost a Peter Griffin laugh at the end of his songs. <laughs> in a winter. <laughs> and it's kind what of is a, that? It's it's like what he, is that? He reverbs. Uh huh. And then, like he, it's part of his his thing, his shtick. Okay, <laughs> you see, sure. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the the ultimate um, is is Bing Crosby. You always hear a ton of Bing Crosby. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm a big fan of Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis is great. Okay. Uh, which is a great one, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna try the Can Bing. Can you do one it? For, okay. I'm, I'm gonna try the Bing one for you. Okay. I'm dreaming. Of a white Christmas. That's all right. It's not. I told you it needs work. It's, it's not bad. No, it's but it's right. not bad. It's not it's as not good as, the, as as Aaron Neville singing the same song. <laughs> I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, my yeah, Aaron's yeah, pretty yeah. good. My Aaron Neville's pretty strong. My Elvis is pretty strong. Uh, Bing, <clears throat> when I'm in the car rocking out to Bing Crosby, I am spot on Bing oh, Crosby. Everyone, everyone sounds amazing when they're by themselves in the car. Bing Crosby, I can nail that voice yeah. in the car. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's do. Uh, oh, if you want to get to Dean, you can do some Dean too. No, that's awful, Dean. That's a no. What was Dean. that? I was, I was doing. I was doing a Dean Martin, and <laughs> no, there's a no. Dean Martin that I can do really well. But I'm I'm, I'm well, stuck on this. <laughs> I'm stuck on this Elvis thing. Is what got me there. All right, go ahead. So uh, I want to hear. Uh, let's do. Uh, give me Elvis doing Jingle Bells. Oh baby, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I do more of a Jingle Bell rock. No, no traditional. <sighs> traditional. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way, baby. <laughs> what fun is to ride in a one horse open sleigh? That's all right. There that you ain't go. bad. All right. all right, all right. There you go. Uh, let's. Wait, th- none of this is planned, by the way. This is a this is a little awkward. You were like, I'm gonna come in here with something planned, and I'm just like, I'm gonna turn this on his head. <laughs> yeah, you did. But this you is way more head. fun. <laughs> uh, so I want to now hear Aaron Neville doing Silent Night. No, I want to hear <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger doing Silent Night. <laughs> Silent Night. <laughs> Holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round young virgin, mother and child. Oh, Jesus, yeah. no. <laughs> no, no, Arnold. 
Holy infant is so tender and mild. And delicious. <laughs> sounds like you. Sounds like Arnold's like going on a rampage. Arnold's never silent. That's the Terminator going oh, on a rampage. No. That's, just, that's just Arnold. That's oh. just Arnold being Arnold. All right. So uh, yeah, I mean, we used to do a lot of songs on the show. I think we should do one. We should do one together. Together, Not just me singing do, with me. We'll do yeah. a duet, right? Okay. Um, what song? Well, I think the the uh, the only appropriate holiday song for us would be "Baby, It's Cold Outside." It, it is cold outside. Actually, it's not so bad today, but it has been very cold outside. But it would just be weird if you and I are singing that <laughs> to each other. Wait, who gets to be her? Like, <laughs> Mo, get your hand off my leg. <laughs> but it's cold outside. <laughs> oh, Mike, it's cold outside. It is kind of a weird song. Hey, wait, what'd you put into my drink? Uh, Don't worry about it. It's cold outside. Just, just drink up. Drink up. It's cold outside. This will warm you up. Uh, there's going to be a search party looking for me uh, if no, I don't won't. come home soon. No, they won't. No, I'll, they won't. It's too I'll, cold for that. I'll grab your phone. I'll text your wife. Be like, sorry, honey, I'm working late. Yeah. Highly, uh, highly appropriate song for us to sing. I don't understand the controversy with this. Like, It's a song. You know, it's, it, it's I, playful. It's look, cute. I mean, it's not intended to be rude. I think we need to stand up for the song itself because, look, the song was a hit. It was great. <laughs> if Dean you Martin just, did a great if you job. just read the lyrics, though, it sounds pretty rapey. It, Come on, dude. <laughs> Come the, on. Look, the way it was performed and done with a great job, uh, I think it's something that stands the test of time. It's a great song. It's it's very playful. You know, and so she doesn't really want to go home. She wants to stay. She's, like, being all coy. Yeah, it's a different time, it's though. Cute. But, it's cute. It's cute. Yeah, I guess. But I, I don't like the idea of the John Legend remake. That To me, it's like, eh. You know, don't change a great song. Make your own song about something else. Don't change the lyrics to this great song. We should just uh, read the lyrics, but like what they're a- like, what they actually mean, right? Okay, go ahead. Like, uh, I I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. Okay, that's fair. Okay, I can't stay. It's cold. Yeah, I've got to go away. Uh, baby, it's cold outside. See what it should say there is. I should. Go away. I should go home. Right. Right. right, right. right. But hey, it's cold outside. You but then know, she says this evening has been so very nice. She it says this been. evening's been very nice. My mom's going to worry. I was hoping you'd drop in. Yeah, my and parents are going to be hand. worrying about me. My hands are cold. Yeah. Your hands are like ice. My parents are going to worry if I don't come home. They're going to know I'm just I'm, I'm doing naughty things up here with you. Right. Well, it, which means she's probably someone living at home, so she's probably, yeah. it's questionable her age. So, I get there. So really, I better scurry. But th- don't hurry. Like, stick around for a little while. You know, his, his, his words aren't. That it's really what she's saying. He says please a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I I should go home. I better scurry. Maybe maybe just half a drink more. Yeah. Okay. Then put some records on while I pour. Who drinks half a yeah. drink? Yeah. So put it on there. Yeah. Um. The neighbors might think. Yeah. What? First off, what do you care what the neighbors think? Yeah. It's cold okay. out there. Now this is where it gets interesting. What's in this drink? So so Mo. <laughs> What's in this drink? No cabs to I, be had. Out I there. wish I knew. You can't even catch a cab. Right I now. wish I knew. <laughs> okay. Uh, I ought to say no, no, no. She says, I wish I knew how. Uh, I I don't understand the the no how part. Oh, no how to stay. I wish I knew how to stay. Like, she's trying to think of a way, like, how can I stay? Well, no, you got to read the li- So when you read the song, there's the thoughts continue through from line right, to line. She doesn't say, I wish but I, I wish I knew. I wish I, I wish I knew how. I wish I knew how to break this spell is got what it. she's saying. Okay. Right? I so she to, wants to be there. Yeah. I ought to say no, 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 because, you know, she should be home. At least I'm going to say I tried. So when I get home, be like, Mom, I tried to leave, but this I guy just no. wasn't. So, so this is just. She's throwing some blame at him now. Oh, this is, this is actually getting deep now. Yeah. This is getting deep. She's throwing blame. Blame. Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Baby, and then it's they sing together. Outside, yeah. Baby, it's cold outside. So they're still singing together. But then we get to the second. Verse. I simply must go. I have to go. The answer is no. Yeah. My body, my over. choice. <laughs> the song should be over. My at that body, point. my <laughs> choice. That's a valid point. Right. 
You've been well. Your welcome has been nice and warm, but people will be suspicious. My sister, my brother. Come on. Give me a cigarette. I got to get out of here. Hey, lend me a coat. Bring your own damn coat. It's cold outside. My maiden's aunt, my maiden aunt's mind is vicious. Yeah. So her aunt's going to talk. She's she's got her whole family talking about what she's doing now. Yeah. That's bringing the whole family into her business. Wouldn't that be an amazing Christmas dinner conversation? (laughs) So where were you last night? It was so cold outside. Were you over (laughs) at Dean's house? Yeah, baby. She was just hanging out of my house for a while. I was just raw dogging that was, that, was, that was pretty good for you. Yeah, not bad. That was good. Not my best impression. I do a way better Michelle, right? Yeah, your Michelle is really good. Uh, yeah, but don't you see? There's bound to be talk tomorrow. Yeah, who cares? At least there will be plenty implied. And then, like I said, she wants to have another cigarette. She's going to hang out. She's still thinking about it. Yeah. I got to go home. Lend me your coat. You've been really, uh, You've really been grand. But don't you see? There's bound to be talk. At least there'll be plenty implied. So regardless, they're going to imply what they're going to say anyway. Regardless, if she's just sitting there listening to records, having a drink, nothing else is going on. The nothing answer else is, is no. She does say the answer is no. But then she keeps talking about Yeah, but right there, it's just, the answer is no. Get me my coat. Give me that cigarette. I got to get out of here. But also, look at the point that he says, look out the window at the storm. So it is really bad. And he's, he's afraid yeah. for her concern. He's not trying to make a move in any of this. Better. At one point, he moves a little closer. But... But for the most part, he's just really a lot of through the song. He's just saying, "Hey, look, it's really bad weather out there." You it's storming around. outside. Yeah, it's a storm. better staying here. There's a different type of storm in the bedroom. There's a storm brewing right here. Mm-hmm. That's my dean right there. I don't know. My dean's pretty good. Well, this is a good song. I well, guess. hey, so why don't we so, do the song? Why don't we do it? I'll, uh, are we doing it as ourselves? No, no. I liked your Arnold impression. Let's do it as Arnold. I think it's got Arnold's be, yeah. a little creepier. I don't do impressions. <laughs> don't though, really. go. That's not, that's not my thing. You can do some voices. So. What voice? I don't do voice. You know who would be great? Show. You brought it up during, during the lyrics. You know what? Huh? We haven't heard from Michelle in a long time. Oh, hey. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. <laughs> Arnold's stuck with a not-so-good-looking woman who looks like a man. So we have Michelle. Okay. Well, either way. I let's... really can't stay. <laughs> it's cold outside. But yeah. I've got to get away. Hold on. Let's, let's, put, let's put the music on. Let's do it right. You have the, all right. We're going to do it like that? Yeah, let's do all it right. right. All Look, right. like we used to. We used to do some song parodies, and this will be our gift to our listeners. They get a song from us at the end of the year. Okay. All right. Here we go. Michelle. I can't really stay. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> I've got to get away. But the baby is cold outside. This evening has been. Been hoping that you drop in. So very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like ice. No. My mother will start to worry. Oh, beautiful. What's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. So really, I'd better scary. Beautiful. Please don't hurry. Uh, maybe just half a drink more. Put some records on while I pour. <laughs> Neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Ooh, so what's in this drink? They're called roofies. Drink up. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight now. To break this spell. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. I ought to say no, no, no. Mind if I move in closer? At least I'm going to say I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I can't really stay. The baby is cold outside. Wow. I simply must go. Oh, but baby, it's cold outside. 
Arnold, the answer is no! But I'm warm over here! <laughs> You're welcome, it's fair. How lucky that you dropped in! <laughs> so nice and warm! Look out the window in my chopper! <laughs> Gosh, your loops look delicious! My brother will be at the door! Waves upon the tropical shore! I made it, Aunt's mind is vicious! Gosh, your lips are delicious! Mm. Oh, just a cigarette more! You don't I've smoke! Gotta get home! But baby, you'll freeze out there! S say, lend me a coat! I'm hung to my knees in here! You really got I thrill when you touch my hand! Where are we? How can you oh. do this to me? But they're gonna be talking tomorrow! That's not the right line! At least they will. Think of my lifelong sorrow! Oh. Baby, it's, oh, cold, it's cold outside! outside. If you go out there, you get pneumonia, you'll die! It's cold outside! Hey, baby! That the last line just was not Arnold. <laughs> you you went into some like frogman <laughs> voice. That wasn't Arnold. Well, that was fun. Uh, that was something. Uh, I guess. I, it's something. I guess. All right. Well, happy holidays. It's our gift to everyone yeah, this holiday yeah, season. Yeah. Un unlike the gift of Dunkin' Donut cards, you were supposed to give to everybody <laughs> last uh, at the end of last holiday. Oh, that was la that was a whole other year. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Liz. Sorry, Michelle. Gotta Sorry, be on the Tom. nice list. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. And hey, well, Mike. Happy Hanukkah. Huh. Yay! 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 Yay!